Well, without a shadow of a doubt, it is obvious that Ernie Matson is well-loved. Well-loved. On behalf of Debbie and the family, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for your love, your support. Debbie's mentioned several of you, just the way you've, you've reached out to encourage her, to comfort her during this time. I'd encourage you, even when this service is over, uh, that encouragement and comfort needs to continue. This process of loss, uh, it is not quick. <laughs> the process of grief is not instantaneous. It's a journey, and she needs all the love and support from each of you uh, during this time. Debbie, I also just want you to know uh, I'm so proud of you. You are amazing, my friend. Uh, we love you. We're proud of you, and we're praying for you. My name is Pastor Dan. I'm the senior pastor here at LifeSpring Foursquare. And before we go any further, I just wanted to remind us, and I think this is important, to remind us that this day is important. It's important that you gathered. Think about it. You intentionally chose, in the busyness of your schedules, of all the things going on in your life, you chose to be here on this day. And I get it. There's a lot of emotions. Even there's that emotion of, hey, do I even want to walk through this? Do I, do I want to walk through the emotions of sadness and anger and, and, and worry and just loss? Uh, there's that part of you that just says, I'll just avoid the whole thing. And yet I'm so proud of you for coming today and engaging in this uh, moment where we celebrate Ernie's life. I know many of you are watching online. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in, for being a part of this and being a part of the celebration of Ernie Matson. And make no doubt about it, this is a celebration. We celebrate Ernie's life today. I say this often at LifeSpring as their pastor. I say sometimes you've got to learn how to have joy with tears in your eyes. And I don't have to explain what that looks like. If you're a human here and you've lived any amount of life, you know that life is complex. And sometimes you've got to learn how to have joy, even with tears in your eyes. Think of it this way. We're sad because in so many ways we've lost a really good person. And we've had to say goodbye to someone that we love so very much. And yet at the same time we smile. We smile because we think of Ernie and all the joy. All the happiness, all the laughter that Ernie brought into our lives. So again, we celebrate Ernie and we thank the Lord for his life. Now, you know that there's no one else like Ernie Madsen, right? There's nobody like Ernie. And by the way, also, there will never be another Ernie Madsen. When you saw Ernie walking through those doors, I don't care who you are. If you saw him walking through those doors, you'd say, today is going to be a good day. You just knew with Ernie coming in. And it's his encouragement. It's his love. It's his jokes, right? We, we laughed at his jokes. It was his pranks. It was his sense of humor. All of it, the whole thing, he was amazing. And, and we know he's not perfect. None of us are. But even with that, I just want you to hear this, and I know you'd agree. Ernie Matson made things better. As his pastor, I loved the way that Ernie loved Jesus. You could see it on his face, how much he loved Jesus. I couldn't get through a conversation without him talking about Jesus. But it's also so real in my heart how much Jesus loves Ernie. Jesus changed Ernie's life. It was a radical change. And I'm thankful that Ernie made the decision 
to put his faith, to put his trust in Jesus. Because, again, with all the emotions of the day, as you say your goodbyes to someone you dearly loved, because of Jesus, we can take comfort that right now, Ernie, even as I'm speaking, Ernie is with the Lord. Scripture tells us that those who believe in Jesus, who believe in his death and resurrection, the Bible tells us, true followers of Jesus, to be absent from our bodies is to be present with the Lord. There's a very encouraging passage in the book of Romans. Listen to what the Apostle Paul writes. He says, In all things we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. And he goes on to say, I'm convinced neither death nor life, angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers. He says, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, listen, will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that means because Ernie, he said yes to Jesus, because he's followed hard after Jesus, that means nothing and no one, not even death itself, will ever be able to separate Ernie from the love of God. That brings me comfort today. Again, with all the emotions, I hope we're comforted That as we begin this service, Ernie is with Jesus. He's never going to be separated from him. And even right now, Ernie, Ernie Matson, is experiencing the love of God found in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you bow your heads and pray? We thank you, Lord. We are here to give you thanks for this incredible life. Some of us know Ernie better than others. But regardless of how long we've known Ernie, each of our lives have been radically touched by him. Lord, I just pray you'd be big enough for all of our emotions, all of our feelings, that this would be a special and sacred place to celebrate Ernie Matson's life. Lead us in this service. In your name we pray. Amen. So Ernest Matson, born December 17th, 1946 passed away August 8th, 2021. Ernest D. Matson, affectionately known as Ernie, he passed away peacefully on August 8th, 2021 at his home in Edgewood, Washington, surrounded by his loving family. He was born in Billings, Montana on December 17th, 1946 to Melvin Matson Sr. and Ella. He had predeceased his brothers, or predeceased by his brothers, Matt, Don, Edwin, his twin, Marshall, and Melvin Jr. He's survived by his brother, who's here, by his wife, Deborah, of 30 years, his children, Scott, Todd, Angela, Michael, Jacob, his 17 grandchildren. If you're a grandchild here of Ernie, You know this. Ernie loves his grandchildren. Also numerous cousins, nieces, nephews, and his dog, Louie. Ernie attended school in Billings, Montana. He graduated from Billings High School. He worked for the Carpenters of Western Washington Local 30, where he was able to work on skyrise buildings in Seattle. Ernie drove large trucks for Consolidated Freightways, Local 313 and Fife, until the business closed their doors. Ernie loved to be around his family. He loved connecting with his grandchildren over jokes and pranks. By the way, make sure to share some of those stories. We've set up a reception area under the tent, and we would love for you to be able to share with one another some of those jokes and those pranks. 
He loved the Seahawks. Did Ernie love the Seahawks? Yes, of course he loved the Seahawks. He never missed watching a game. Ernie loved old classic cars. He loved woodworking. He loved drawing. By the way, also, before you leave here today, make sure you come up and look at some of these pictures, but also these drawings. Ernie, a very, very talented man. His favorite activity was creating Native American tribal art, receiving many awards and praise for his artwork. Ernie was very much into church as he attended regularly. And he was a part of our men's group, any of our men's group here today. Amen. Thank you guys for coming. He has made strong connections here at LifeSpring. Ernie's presence and his humorous spirit will be missed by all. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Pastor Randy Ford. I'm one of the assistant pastors here at Life Spring. And uh, we are honored, Debbie and family, that you're all here. What an honor and privilege it is to celebrate the life of Ernie. Amen? Amen. He's one of them. One of them. They only made one Ernie Matson. Only one Ernie Matson. And all of you, here comes my mic assistant. Oh. Is that better? Oh, thank you. All right. Ernie was a friend of mine. How about you? Yeah. He was a real deal. He was a genuine. I never knew him to be mad. I'm sure he had his moments. I never knew him to speak down to anybody. If anything, he's always speaking up to people. But uh, I wrote down a couple of things, uh, talking to Debbie and some of the family members, uh, this is on the lighter side, but this is just some of the favorite things. The old sound of music, these are a few of my favorite things, or these are a few of Ernie's favorite things. His favorite dessert and meal, hamburgers and chicken fried steak, pickles and mustard only on the hamburger. Burnt orange was his favorite color. Going to the grandkids, sporting events and their concerts. He was so proud of all of you. He was... Uh, really enjoyed the grandkids and going to your concerts and your football games and being part of your life and being your ultimate cheerleader. His favorite song was Let It Be, Let It Be, the Beatles song. That was his favorite song. Favorite memory, when he found and asked the Lord Jesus into his heart to be his personal Savior. That was a mountaintop experience for Ernie. The second one was when he was recognized by the Little Shell Chippewa tribe in Great Falls, Montana. Applebee's, that was his favorite restaurant. Christmas with all of you guys. He must have gone broke. But his favorite holiday was Christmas, just so he could be with the family and all the food and all the chaos and all the laughter. Christmas was one of his ultimate holidays to spend. We already talked about the Seahawks. Uh, loved working on his artwork. Be sure to come up and take a look at that. It's just an absolutely amazing He's also known for his drawings. Best saying. I can just hear him saying that. Well, how cool is that? How cool is that? <laughs> you tell him something and he'd say, how cool is that? <laughs> old, old 
old-fashioned Western movies was uh, his go-to for movies, uh, classic car books. When he was just hanging out, he was just watching TV and watching a good movie, taking a nap. Greatest attribute, I'm told, that was one, of course, you all know this, is sense of humor, unbelievable sense of humor. He was funny himself. He was artistic. He was resilient. He was creative. Special quality about him, his humor, his giant heart, his giant giving heart, his peaceful attitude. But on the other side of that is he liked to scare the ever-loving daylights out of you. He'd come around the corner and and seeing people, family members nodding their head. He loved to scare you, right? (laughs) And he loved helping people. Debbie said sometimes he was reluctant, but once he got involved, he loved helping you out no matter what it was. And his special belief, loving God and loving people. That was Ernie, loving God, loving people. Wow. I just have a couple thoughts that I'd like to share with you. From my perspective, Ernie Matson, of course, December 17, 1946 to August 8, 2021. Ernie Matson's life of 74 years affected us all. The ripple effect of Ernie's life is like a giant rock thrown into a big, calm pond or a small lake of water. And the ripple effect, look at the ripple effect that's in this room of one man touching so many people throughout so many years. And it reached out to all of us and to hundreds more all around the country. That ripple effect. And the ripples just keep going out and out in every direction. In so many very different ways, Ernie touched us all. All of us had the honor and blessing of Ernie's genuine concern, his kindness, his friendship, and his love. Several months ago, Ernie was diagnosed with cancer all throughout his body. However, whenever I saw Ernie here at church... I'd ask him, I said, Ernie, Ernie, how are you really doing? And he'd look at me, and then he'd smile with that Ernie smile. And he says, well, it is what it is, and I've got another day. Hmm, it is what it is, and I've got another day. What a testimony. i got another day. Ernie lived a life of 74 years in two ways. BJ, before Jesus... And W.J. with Jesus. <laughs> B.J., before Jesus, Ernie lived his life on his own terms, doing what he wanted to do, when he wanted, running wild and free. Just doing his own thing, just living wild and free. Ernie was living a life with no concern for tomorrow, just like you and me. Just like you and me, before Jesus. Ernie was living a life with... Without purpose and direction, so many things, living self-centered, living a life on his own terms, no regrets, just like you and me before Jesus. Then about 10 years ago, is that when he came to the Lord, Debbie, approximately, about 10 years ago, Ernie discovered what it was like to live with Jesus, with Jesus. Ernie heard there was a real God who created the whole world, everything in the world, and he created Ernie Matson. Ernie heard that God's son, Jesus Christ, was the real deal and alive. That Jesus came to earth and saved all those who would believe that he's the son of God. 
and forgive them of their past sins and if they truly believe, have eternal life with God. Ernie got a hold of that and said, yeah, that's for me. That's for me. Good news, Ernie heard this, that everything and anything, and this speaks to me and hopefully to you, Ernie heard that everything and anything that he had done in the past, and we all have a past, was totally forgiven, completely forgotten. If Ernie asked the Lord Jesus to come into his heart, which he did, Ernie prayed a sincere prayer for God, for salvation, and Ernie got a new heart in exchange for that old heart. Pretty cool. Ernie's desire for all of us here is today, don't wait. Don't wait. Ernie wants to see all of us, all of you, 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 and me, he wants to see all of us in heaven. Jesus asks, Ask Jesus, this is Ernie speaking, ask Jesus into your heart today as your personal Lord and Savior, and you will be in heaven with me. Final thought from Ernie. Remember to laugh. Remember to love. Remember to live. Love God. Love people. Life is short. Don't be negative. And finally, let Jesus come into your heart. Let Jesus come into your heart. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for this testimony of Ernie. Thank you for his life. Lord, so proud to have Ernie in our lives. And what he meant to each one of us in our own ways. And Lord, when it was important, he made you, Lord, the center of his life. And he prays for all of his family and all the other friends that are here too that Jesus will be the center of your life. Amen. 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 At this time, we have a, a, a couple of family members, both live and via email, <laughs> that are sharing their hearts today. So, uh, Jacob Matson, Ernie's son, is coming forward. He's also speaking on behalf of his of Ernie's daughter Angie. And uh, Jacob, come on up if you will, please. All right, so I'm going to talk to my sister first. Um, so, hello, I'm Angie. I'm not Angie. My sister's Angie, uh, Ernie's, Ernie's only daughter, as far as we know. Uh, Dad was known for a sense of humor. You've heard it already. Uh, it didn't matter when, where, good or bad, Dad always made the situation his own through his humor. Um, I could talk about Dad all day for hours, um, but I'll keep this short and sweet. I'm going to tell you one story um, about... Uh, my sister wanting some Fila shoes. So, here's how it goes. One Christmas, my sister wanted a pair of Felix. Now, Dad said, you want a pair of Felixes? And so time goes by, Christmas comes, and Ange just said, yeah, I just uh, I, I want Felix's Dad. She just thought he was messing around. And uh, all of a sudden, Christmas comes, and she opens up a box and has a uh, white pair of shoes on there with Felix the cat drawn on. 
And so she was kind of bummed, but, you know, it's dad. What do you expect? And then a little while after that, uh, Debbie comes in with an actual paraphilus for her. So always the prankster. Um, Never a dull moment. And uh, Anna just wanted to end it with uh, dad is so loved and he is forever in our hearts. It's good, Ange. All right, and then uh, I'll do mine. Um, for you, those of you that don't already know me, I'm I'm Jake. Um, I'll introduce myself, though, the way my dad would want me to. Hello, my name is Jake, but you can call me Jake. That's what dad said. Um, I want to thank the church, first of all, for, for putting this all on. This is amazing. And uh, I want to thank everybody in here that helped make the Montana trip possible, because that was huge. Um, I also uh, want to thank you all for coming to honor my dad. I know some of you traveled uh, a very long way to be here. Um, uh, my dad would have loved seeing us all together. Um, it's a tough and sad day for all of us, but as dad would say, life is like what? A big crap sandwich. Each day you got to take a bigger bite. Uh, <clears throat> I want to begin with a quote that I feel represents the legacy my dad has uh, left for his children. Um, a son who is loved by his father becomes a father who loves his children. Um, my dad was my safe place, my escape, my constant. Um, as a kid and as an adult. Uh, he was always present and consistent in my life through the best times and the worst times. He never judged and never wavered. When I told him at 19 years old that I was going to have a baby, he reacted the same way he did the third time when I was 30, with pure joy. I found out at a pretty young age that... Um, my dad wasn't my biological father. Now, dad had the option to, to leave, and it wouldn't have been easy, and it, w- it could have been easy for him. Um, instead, he chose to stay and be my father. Um, I know that couldn't have been easy for him, but it speaks volumes to the kind, to how kind and a loving man he was. Once we were at a grocery store, and I mentioned I got my sense of humor from my dad to the cashier, um, and she replied, "It must be in the genes." And now, dad, knowing he wasn't my biological father, looked at me, and we just cracked up. Um, uh, while many kids uh, sometimes aren't the most excited to go see their grandparents, uh, it wasn't the case with Papa Ernie. Um, he was very involved in his grandchildren's lives and constantly would tell me um, about what's going on in their lives and their accomplishments. He was proud of them all. He was my best friend, my movie buddy, and even a groomsman in my wedding. He taught me many things such as driving, basketball, never missed a sporting event. Um, Again, humor, how to play pool, history, the importance of accepting Jesus into your life, and the value of hard work. My dad had a great sense of humor and wit. If he was here, he'd want me to make a joke about his urns, saying something like, he puts the urn in urn. Instead, I want to tell you about a time when I was a kid. Everyone knows that I loved McDonald's maybe a little too much, and uh, I would beg him to go every time uh, we passed one. Well, dad got tired of giving into my begging and came up with a plan. Every time... He would know when McDonald's was coming up. He would, say, he would shout, Jake, cop, quick, duck. Not wanting my dad to get pulled over, of course I ducked. Uh, that sly move probably saved dad thousands. I want to take the time and thank Deb, uh, my dad's wife, who is uh, without a doubt a godsend in my dad's life. Uh, you meant the world to him, and you truly saved his life in more ways than you know. Uh, dad, you showed us all that it's never too late to be a better person. Uh, lastly, Dad, I love you, and I know you can look back on your life and say, how cool was that? Thank you.
know, I haven't had the privilege to meet all of the family, but I've been so impressed with you, Jacob, and with Mike and Angie. Just well done, uh, all of you. I know uh, you miss your dad, but uh, again, I'm just very proud of you. And uh, Skylar, I, I was thinking about you as well, just how much uh, your grandpa means to you. And I just want you to know I've been praying for you, and I just know. Skylar, and all the grandkids, that your grandpa, you absolutely the world to him. You know, as a pastor, you get to hear all the dirty laundry. You know, that's part of the gig, and you don't share it with anybody else. But if you're a family member of Ernie Madsen today, you just need to know he never shared anything negative about any of you. He loved you so very much. Uh, I have the privilege of reading a statement from Ramon, who's down in California, wasn't able to make it, a nephew of Ernie's, but um, I'm glad that, again, many are joining us online today. But let me read this uh, statement from Ramon, again, Ernie's nephew. Dear family, friends, and the members of LifeSpring Foursquare Church, I regret not being present in person to pay final respects to my beloved Uncle Ernie. I thank you all for the opportunity to express in small part how much love and gratitude I have for this amazing man. I lost another uncle to cancer some short years ago and was left with many regrets. And when my opportunity to speak my heart on his behalf came, I shamefully retreated to a place of bashfulness. I have the chance to display publicly the love I hold in my heart for my uncle Ernie this time, and I'd like to seize it. It's hard to even know where to begin. I'm so grateful for the relationship I have with my own nieces and nephews, and it was because I had the guidance of amazing men to influence me, each in their own way. Uncle Ernie taught me the true value of humor. I had a moment to reflect on this recently when my two-year-old niece looked up at me after my regular joking around with her, and she says, You're silly, Uncle. I realized that it came from the lighthearted way Ernie would joke with us as kids. Amen. And was delighted at the thought of passing that love, guise this humor, through to the next generation. Even when he would punish us rowdy kids, he'd find a way to squeeze humor into the situation. He'd built a sandbox underneath the beautiful backyard play fort he constructed. And we must have been making a mess because he told my cousin Jake and I to clean up the sand we tossed about everywhere. One grain of sand at a time. It was two hours later before we'd had enough, and we went inside to tell him as much, only to be met with his distinctive chuckle, much to our exasperation. (laughs) I could sit for hours learning whatever he was willing to teach me with his mastery of carpentry and drafting, or appreciate in awe his remarkable ability to amalgamate intelligence and beauty into his artwork. He was present in a great number of my childhood memories in the best possible way, and any time I reflect on them, I derive a great source of comfort. In truth, I could consume a lot of time here, but realize this room must be full of family and friends eager to share their own experiences. By the grace of God, I was given one last opportunity to express a bit of these sentiments with him personally before his passing. I had the chance to tell him with my own voice that I loved him and was grateful for all the aforementioned things listened, listed above. He told me he loved me too, and those were the last words we had with each other. I'd like to thank my Aunt Debbie for the constant companionship and loyalty that helped forge him into a better man, his children, Jacob, Angie, Mike, and for the many grandchildren that helped fill his heart with love and continue his lineage, and the members of his church, 
for helping to navigate him through the darkness of uncertainty. God blessed you all. Rest peacefully, Uncle Ernie. We wanted to give the opportunity for a couple of you to share some thoughts. But before we do, we actually have a real special gift. Ernie shared here at the church a couple of years ago. And we're going to just share, I think it's around a three, four minute clip of Ernie talking a little bit about his life. And what a gift that is to have that on video. And let's go ahead and play that now. No, I, I thought Jesus will never forgive me because I am a sinner. You know, in the Bible, Paul talks about being the worst sinner of all. And I would never doubt Paul. But I would say if he was the worst sinner, I by far had to be the second worst. I know that for a fact. You see, I was in a battle. I was in the spiritual battle between good and evil. And I'm sure a lot of us have been there. I'm still fighting the battle. It's a battle that we fight every day of our life. And it's up to us to realize what we want. Do we want eternal life or do we want eternal damnation? It should be a no-brainer. I mean... Who wouldn't want to live forever? Who would want to die in eternal damnation? You know, uh, a good friend of mine, I've met many people here, the, the guys from the, from the men's group on Thursday night and Pastor Dan and Pastor Randy. And, and you know, I asked them shortly after I started coming here to to baptize me, which they did. And I came out of that water, from under that water, a new creature in Christ. I know that for a fact. And it's just been... It's just been a wonderful, wonderful feeling that I've had. And so many blessings, I mean... Look at the blessings I have there, my grandkids. All my beautiful grandkids. You know, I love them so much, and I'm so proud of each and every one of them. And I've got two granddaughters that are getting ready to graduate this year. Good luck, you guys, and I'm so happy. You don't know how much it's made my heart feel that all of you are here, and I've got friends I've got my good friend, uh, Fred Greider, and his wife. And uh, they've Fred's known me ever since I was, well, he could tell you some stories. But, <laughs> I, <laughs> but anyway, uh, there was another good friend I met here, Ray Wright. And uh, everybody knows Ray. And I, I loved Ray. I really did. I didn't get to know him as well as a lot of you did. But he said, you know, be a witness. Be a witness for Christ. Tell people your story. You can be the best example to other people because it's coming from you. And you know your story. And you know what Christ has done in your life. And that's all I want to do. I wanted to say that Christ is everything. Everything that I am is because of Christ. And I want you to know I'm not speaking. I can't speak like this. Come on, get real. It's 
it's Christ in me. And the Holy Spirit put a conviction on me. He said, Ernie, get up there and give your testimonial. And he said, don't worry about what you're going to say. Just get up there and say it. And I'm just hoping and praying that whoever is in here listening this morning will take Christ, put Christ in your life, it's so important because it is a matter of life and death. It really is. And it's your choice. You can have eternal life or you can have eternal damnation. I just want to thank everybody for listening to me today. I know I don't want to keep rambling on and on, but I want to especially take thank Pastor Dan and, and I have to thank... Uh, Pete Wilmot, he, uh, I went through his class and testimonial, and I want to thank everybody from the men's group, and I just love all of you, and God bless everybody. Thank you. Powerful, huh? Pretty powerful. Is there anybody here that would just like to share a few comments about Ernie? And if you would, Pastor Dan has a microphone over here, so be. Yep, maybe he's going to come out here like. Uh, I'd just like to say... Um, and what's your name, young oh, lady? I'm Bray Wright's wife. <laughs> and uh, my, when my husband was in hospice, Ernie was... He would visit, and they both had a love of westerns and, and John Wayne. And with um, Ernie's drawings, he brought a sketch, a charcoal uh, sketch, with four different uh, costumes or how... John Wayne, you know, in different performances he was in. And they had such a good rapport. And it was always a pleasure to see, to come into church and have, and see Ernie. He usually sat right beside, behind us. And uh, he meant so much to my husband, I know. And it's such an inspiration. And, and his, just his thoughtfulness and his caring and his loving. And he will be greatly missed. Crickets. Nothing but crickets. No, but is there somebody else? Ernie's uh, one of Ernie's favorite. He's an old rock and roller. He and I are about the same age. And um, so take a look at this picture. Take a your favorite memories. Just look at the picture. There's some music coming up. Elvis Presley, just a quote of Amazing Grace. Excuse me. Elvis Presley singing. Amazing Grace. Oh, how sweet. 
it shining as the sun. We know less days to sing God's praise than when when we first. and pray with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We again celebrate you because we celebrate Ernie. We celebrate Ernie Matson. I thank you, God, that Ernie has been fearfully and wonderfully made a special, unique person, irreplaceable in every way. And I thank you that even now he is in your presence, standing in your presence, standing in your love. We thank you, Jesus, for what you've done 
and by blessing us with Ernie and his life. Lord, I pray a special comfort, Lord, upon his family, upon his kids, upon Debbie, upon his grandkids, Lord, that everyone here that knew Ernie and misses Ernie, that you would be close to them. God, I pray that you would not hide from them. I I pray that you would not be difficult to find today. That for anyone who would call on your name, that you would be close, you would respond, and they would find salvation in you, Jesus. Lord, for our hurt, would you be close? In our brokenness, would you be close? In our just sense of loss, would you be close? But also, Lord, I just pray that you would give us a passion to be loud, to live loud lives, to just carry on the legacy of Ernie Matson. That we would be bold in our love, not just for you, God, but also for each other. That we would be bold in our ability to, to joke and to smile and to laugh and to encourage. That we'd carry on the legacy of Ernie with the way that we live. That we would be bold, Lord, as a true honor uh, to this wonderful man. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. And it's in your name all God's people say. Amen. So I do have a couple of instructions for you. Uh, I'd put it this way. There's a a few things that you could do as we close the service. Uh, Our team has wonderful uh, some snacks and those types of things, refreshments that are going to be at that table. But it's going to take a while for them to set it up. It's also going to take a while to get through uh, that line. So at this time, the ushers are going to open up the back doors. Uh, We have a tent back there with a lot of tables and chairs, plenty of seating uh, for you. But also we have these pictures up here. We have some beautiful flowers. I'd encourage you to take that moment, take that time to look through these pictures. Again, we have some of Ernie's drawings. Make sure you take, a t- uh, take some time to look at those drawings. But we welcome you to go out and head to the tent. And uh, as uh, the line uh, subsides, also make your way through that uh, table to uh, grab some food. But relax. We're in no rush here. We don't have to hurry. Uh, just... Find, find that opportunity to uh, share those stories and uh, just continue to bring and uh, let his legacy live on. Amen? Amen. All right. Be blessed.